0: of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods of moving and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I am Dave Ramsey, your host, Rachel Cruz, number one best-selling author many times over. Ramsey personality, my daughter, is my co-host today. As we ask, answer your questions about your life and your money, we help people build wealth do work that they love and create amazing relationships Sam is with us Sam is in Salt Lake City hi Sam how are you better than I deserve Dave how are you just the same sir what's up
1: hey so I'm on baby step two I'm getting out of debt and with that came a promotion in my job And with that promotion, they gave me a vehicle for personal conveyance. And they say that that vehicle will cost the company about $11,000 a year. So I was wondering what your thoughts are on if I give the vehicle back and then just ask for that $11,000 in the form of a raise.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I take it you have another car. Yeah. All right. And what do you make? Uh, this
1: year I'm on track to make about 80,000. Cool. What do you do? I'm a heavy equipment mechanic.
0: Okay. So this is a truck.
1: Yeah, it's, well, I have my work truck that I'm in right now. And then they're giving me this just to get to the shop in the morning and then to drive back home because this truck is outrageous to be driving an hour and a half and fuel every day. Okay. To and from. Oh, the so there's a,
2: there's a big commute. Yeah. That you have.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: I drive about an hour
0: each way to get to work to pick up your work truck. Yeah. Okay. Um, surprised they didn't just let you take your work truck. Is it super expensive it to it, operate?
1: It's about three miles per gallon. Oh, good and With Lord. diesel okay. being about six dollars yeah. a gallon here, it's you
0: know. Okay. So you make eighty thousand you're on the road all the time but not with this truck. If yeah. you have an hour commute, how many miles is it to your office from your home? Uh it's about 65 miles. Okay. So let's call it 150 miles a day. And um yes, yeah, so you're putting a lot of miles on your car just getting to work. You realize you oh, yeah. you realize the value of the vehicle that you're driving is being destroyed by the miles you're putting on it.
1: Well, I mean, it's it's paid off as 200,000 miles on it right now, and I figure I can at least get 350 out of it before it's done.
0: Okay. What I'm trying to, the math I'm trying to run in my head is, are you spending $11,000 a year in lost vehicle value? You're not with driving this old beat-up, or not old beat up, but this high mileage old car, you're not, cause that car's not got a lot of value to start with. But if you're taking a, uh, a $11,000 value or $20,000 value car, you're cutting the value on it substantially every year just with your commute because of the miles you're putting on it. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. And I mean, I bought this car for $5,000. I, I know, I know, but
0: I'm just saying if you were driving a $20,000 car, it changes the equation. That's what that, oh, so yeah, I'm trying the, to run the math yeah. in my head here. Um, you know, you're not really saving anything on depreciation. The gas is more expensive in the truck. Are they furnishing you gas? Yes. Dude, you can't I mean with this you're burning a bunch of gas. Yeah. You need to add up what, you need, add up what they, you need to add up what the gas is worth.
1: Yeah, I did that actually the other day. Okay. And the truck is about Two hundred and sixty dollars a week that they'd have to pay for fuel, and then my cost for fuel is about a hundred and eleven dollars a week.
0: Okay, so, so half, half,
1: yeah. All right, and where the car is not worth much right now, I just figured it was not the depreciating money.
0: much. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. the switch in the that. Um, if your car lays down, you're a mechanic. You'll get it back up. Um, oh yeah. Hmm. So, hundred bucks a week, five thousand dollars a year for a raise of eleven thousand dollars a year. Well, I wouldn't just turn it in. The only way I would turn it in is if you got eleven thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, and that's why I was going to. I wanted to get your guys' thought yeah. because when yeah. you divide that up hourly, you're not you're not picking up
0: much money. You're picking up three or four hundred bucks a month by driving your car versus driving yeah. their truck and them furnishing the gas. So you're not you're not yeah. picking up tons of money here, with an eleven thousand dollars raise and not having the truck. Um, but how many NASA times? I how did, many times last year did your car lay down on you?
1: Zero. Hmm. I mean, I keep up on preventive maintenance. You know, I always have good tires on it. it you don't just, have
0: you don't have any trouble with weather in Salt Lake then?
1: No. It's all highway miles, so yeah. it's all just, you know, yeah. they keep the freeway clear, and yeah. I know how to drive. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, I mean, I, I get exactly where you are. Um, if we added in uh, a different situation with a more expensive vehicle and some other things, it really wouldn't make sense. It would make more sense to keep the truck for 11000 Usually, it's more than that. I'm not sure they're going to give you $11,000 instead of the truck because they probably already owned the truck.
1: No, this is a brand-new truck that they're still making payments on.
0: That they bought for you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they have to sell it and give you $11,000. I... Well, or, you know,
1: pass it on to the next person in line for a truck.
0: Yeah, okay. How big a company? Uh, we got... This is so interesting. We got,
1: like, 20-some-odd vehicles, like light-duty pickups on the road, and then we have, you know, a bunch of heavy equipment yeah.
0: and a couple semis and dump trucks and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. All right. Uh, interesting. Well, I I, um, I don't know if they're going to do it because I, I, I think their mindset is they want you in a reliable vehicle. Yeah. And they see this as having blessed you. You need to be very careful with your tone and your language that you come off as very grateful for the truck. I'm really grateful for it. I think I can come out a little bit better if you paid me $11,000 a year instead, of the, instead, and I would rather have that, would you consider that? I'm grateful, though, either way. Be careful. How, that's the way it needs to sound, okay? It doesn't need to sound like, hey, man, rather not have the truck. That, yeah. that sounds like after the, after I just handed you tr- keys to a new truck, that sounds kind of ungrateful. Yeah. So, yeah, um, you know, think, like, think like if you were on the other side of this desk, how you would feel, right? Yeah. And that'll help you form your sentences Mm -hmm. on bringing this up. But, yeah, I I, I don't think it's the end of the world either way. Neither one of these decisions are going to make you rich or poor. Um, But it's an interesting discussion to talk through because company cars, um, when they take away the company car and give you a car allowance, you almost always lose. Yeah. In that scenario. And um, most of you out there. And uh, because they're usually running your butt over the road in that company car, in this case, you know it's it's just your commute. So yeah. it's a lot of different variables in this case. This is the Ramsey show. One best-selling author, Ramsey personality, Rachel Cruz, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. If you've gone through Financial Peace University, chances are it's because someone lit a fire under you. Mom or dad, your pastor offered it at church, a friend that wouldn't shut up and made you go through. So you finally took the class, you started working the baby steps, and now everything has changed. You changed your entire future. You're able to build wealth, be generous, got out of debt. Maybe you need to be the fire that's lit under somebody. You could give someone you care about Financial Peace University and share the same hope you've discovered. Christmas coming, it's a great way to give gift giving. It's actually a gift that is usable, and that does matter. And when you give Financial Peace University as a gift, they get more than just the course. They're going to get the premium version of every dollar, so they can start living on a budget and... Even join the, in on the group calls with our team of financial coaches. So this Christmas, give the people you care about a gift that actually matters. Hope. Freedom. Financial Peace University. To give that as a gift, go to RamseySolutions.com slash give FPU. RamseySolutions.com slash give FPU. Miriam is with, with us in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hi, Miriam. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
3: Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. I'm a huge fan. I never miss a podcast.
0: Well, thank you very much. How can we help?
3: Okay, so my husband just got a different job. Um, It's actually with the same company. It's just a different job. And a perk of this job is um, a house. So he's going to be taking care of a ranch, and there's a house on the ranch that we're going to be moving into. My question is, um, when it comes to, of course, we'll be able to live there until retirement time, but we'll never own this house. So my question is, how do I save for a house at retirement? So once we retire, um, we'll either have money to buy or to build, um, like, that, something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't have rent, could you just pay yourself rent?
3: Yeah, so, like, A quarter of our take-home pay would be about $1,500. So I'm planning on doing something with that $1,500. I just don't know where to put it to make the best um, investment for us, but with the intentions of it going to a house. So I want to be able to get to it.
0: Good. I I would just sit down with a SmartVestor Pro and pick out some mutual funds and have that $1,500 automatically drafted out of your checking account going into an investment every month. Okay. And then just I would just nickname that mutual fund uh, House Fund.
3: That's okay, awesome. That sounds great. Yeah,
4: and um, I
3: have another question if you have time. Okay. Okay, so um, obviously once we sell our house and move into this new house, we're going to be on baby steps four, five, and six. And um, my question is college. So um, my son is almost 12. I don't see him going to college. But I want to be able to, um, since we are able to financially help him, I want to do it if he chooses to go. I just don't feel like he will choose to go. So I guess my question is, uh, the way I understand a 529 is it has to be used for college, and I know you can use it for nieces and nephews, but he's, he's the youngest. And so I guess my question would be, is there somewhere that I can, like, Put money back for that? Would it be the same kind of thing like a mutual fund? Yeah, if I didn't s- want to do it, just 529? stick it in a,
0: Just stick it in an investment in your name, and then if you okay. choose to give some of your money to your son at that point, the only difference is that investment's taxable, and then a five twenty nine is in a tax and okay, right. a five twenty nine growing tax free. Right.
3: Yeah. But is that? Did I understand right that if he chooses not to go to college it's and I' already it's invested just- in a
2: five twenty nine? Uh, Yeah, yeah, it would be stuck there, yeah,
3: yeah, I
0: mean, for educational purposes. You could use it, your husband could use it, any of the kids could use it. You know, extended family can use it, but nobody else, and so, yeah, it could get stuck there. It's not stuck. I mean, you don't lose the money, but you would, you you know, you would be taxed and penalized both when you took the money out. And so, if you want to just go ahead and pay the taxes now, it's not that big a difference, but it does help. Uh, if you know you're going to college, it's a smart thing to do a five twenty nine but if you're pretty sure it's not then I would just have money in your name it's just your money and then you can decide what to do with your money later uh, again same you know you nickname one house fund and the other one college fund but they're just nicknames they're both right. just mutual funds in your name really when you get technically to it you can do it you could you can change the name to boat fund if you want to I don't care right. <laughs> Bahamas. That sounds great. Bahamas Fund. Yeah. That's one. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, Cabo. You know, I don't know. Put it Or up. even
2: in some parents, right, they've done where they put money aside like in an upma and then when the kid turns 18.
0: 21, it's there. Or 21. Right? Yeah. That Yeah. That, yeah that if you want to just put money in his name, you can do that. Um, and it will be taxed only at his rate, which is zero until it gets substantial money in there. So, But that's just money in his name. That's how we did our kids' college because 529s were not... There was no such thing when our kids, when we were saving for our kids' college, and okay. so Rachel, much- Rachel, and Denise, and Daniel all had money in their name in an utma, and um, you know that money when they were twenty-one just transferred to them. It was just their money.
3: Okay, um, and how much do you think that I should be putting back for that?
0: It depends on what you want, how much you want to end up with. I mean, in age twelve; you got six years. So, I mean, um,
2: and I would kind of I mean, you know, if you're not going to do the college funds still, I would still save as if you were mm-hmm. and almost kind of just follow that plan and say, OK, how much would it be if he was going to go to a just a four year state school, mm-hmm. you know, and just like kind of let that be the range? Because if not and he doesn't go that that money could still be used for him to further any type of training,
4: yeah.
2: uh, trade school, he could use that to to go forward in his future, even if it's not just a traditional school.
0: Exactly. And any lump sum you got from the sale of your house can also be added to your mutual fund for your future house fund, too, by the way, just to add to this discussion. Open phones at triple eight eight two five five two two five. 825 5225 Shelly is in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Hi, Shelly. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can we help?
3: <laughs> so my main question is this. I'm a retired police officer. I was retired due to medical injuries that occurred on duty. So Mm. my retirement is Mm. tax-free. I do have um, 457B um, as well. Mm -hmm. So I currently work at a second career uh, selling real estate. Mm -hmm. And when I retire, so now I have to pay taxes. But once I retire from this job and my only income is my pension, I will not have to pay. I will have no tax basis. So my question is, should I be retired? putting fifteen percent into some other kind of account from my real estate money sure or should I would that just be like a
0: traditional rather than the roth which would no it needs to be a roth tax now and not later yeah it needs to be a roth you got taxes even now. though I don't
3: pay taxes on it when I take it out later
0: right you want tax free later on the roth it's much better growth regardless of your pension situation It doesn't affect the roth calculation how old are you fifty six okay so you're probably, not, let's say you end up with 100000 bucks in your Roth and it grows to two you are probably not going to touch it. You're probably going to live off the pension. It's just going to sit there and grow tax-free, which is awesomeness. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a wealth-building tool. It's not a mandatory, so I have money to eat at, at retirement. you got money to eat at retirement. You're past that part, but this is just a wealth-building okay. tool at this point. All
3: right. So a traditional where you pay taxes on it at withdrawal would not would not be more beneficial.
0: Yeah, because 10 to 15 years from now, when you pull the money out, 90% of the money that will be in that account will be growth. Okay. It will not be what you have put in. And for all of that growth to be taxed then so that you get a little bit of a tax break now is a bad trade.
3: Okay. Well, good. I hadn't done that yet because I couldn't decide, and I kept waiting for someone else to call and ask the question, and nobody did. And you're the one! (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh,
0: magic! You're the one that got through. That's important stuff, right? That this God. idea that it grows tax-free.
2: Yeah. Well, if in that it, in the moment when you're putting it in, you know, pre-tax, like, oh, that's kind of nice. I don't have to pay taxes on that. When you take it out, that's when you're hit. So yeah. take the pain now, pay taxes on it before you put it in, and then that way, it grows tax-free.
0: You, you 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 avoid taxes on a dollar now and pay taxes on nine dollars later. Yep. Yep. Or. You avoid taxes on $9 later and pay taxes on a dollar now. That's this trade-off. This is the Ramsey Show. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. We are so glad you are here. In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage, Thomas and Emily are with us. Welcome, guys. Hey, Dave.
4: Hey, thank you.
0: Good to have you. Where do y'all live? Jacksonville, Florida. Very cool. Well, welcome all the way to Nashville to do a debt-free scream. How much have you paid off? So we ended up paying uh, $220
5: thousand five hundred and
2: twenty five dollars whoa
5: love it and how long did this take uh
0: that actually ended up taking two years five months and one week all right and your range of income during that two years five months and one week
5: (laughs) so um that went from a hundred and twenty five thousand uh going up to two hundred and twenty thousand and just about at this point we're about two hundred thousand wow what do you guys do for a living
4: um, I am actually a real estate agent.
5: Mm-hmm. And I do, um, I lease mobile offices. So anytime you see a construction site kind of start up, oh, yeah. that's uh, something I end
0: up doing. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Very good. Good for you guys. Well, both both good businesses for sure. Excellent. Well done. What kind of debt was your 221000
4: it was our mortgage. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Looking at weird people.
4: Yes. I Paid love it. Off the house. Yes. Look at you too.
0: What's the house worth?
4: Um, probably about four hundred.
0: I love it. How much you guys got in retirement?
4: Uh, I don't know, like two hundred. Yeah, good. <laughs> way so. to
0: go! So you're most of the way to being millionaires already.
4: I hope so. That's We're so pretty close. cool. How old are y'all? <laughs> um, I am thirty.
5: And I'm
0: 36. I love it. Wow. Not even 40 years old in a paid for house worth 400 grand. How in the world does that feel?
4: Oh, my gosh. We wake up every morning just so grateful that we own the entire house, the bedroom, the kitchen. We just counted (laughs) down the rooms like, okay, now we own this room. (laughs) Now we own this room. (laughs) So The biggest
5: excitement was, uh, was getting the lawn.
0: That that was the one I enjoyed the
4: most.
0: (laughs) The last piece. Oh, yeah. We got the the dirt. Or in the case of Jacksonville, the sand. So I
2: got to ask you guys, because you paid off your house. We've had a few calls this show, people that are like, okay, we have the money to pay off our house, but I feel like I should invest it and make more money and stretch out the more, you know, they're rationalizing it with math. Just tell America, if you could go back, would you keep the cash and just put it in a good investment or would you still pay off the house? How... Tell me about the the feelings that you have around this. Paid off. Oh pay yeah,
5: off. <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt, you pay off the house, yeah. knowing yeah. that there's there's nobody that that you owe a dollar to is a big win. Oh my, yeah. God. there's
4: no feeling like I don't care if we had a hundred thousand dollars more in retirement. It feels way better to own the house.
2: Oh, so good. Yeah, I love it. Just the weight is off. Yes. completely free. Yes, completely free. Congratulations, you guys. Thank, it's huge. thank you. Huge. So well
0: done. <laughs> oh. So very well done. Congratulations. So two years and how long have you been married?
4: Uh four and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so
0: uh eighteen months, twenty four months into your marriage, something woke you up. What was the wake up call? My wife. <laughs> Her,
3: yes, yes. Emily.
0: Yes. Yeah, it
4: was about uh, actually about this time in 2018, we visited you at your old place, mm-hmm. and we said we're going to be back. We'll be back when the house is paid off, and we closed on the house in february of 2020 and oh, right
0: said, in time for a quarantine oh yeah
4: <laughs> literally the week before everything shut down we signed the papers oh my god and i said well we can't be liars to dave mm-hmm. so we just started paying it off as fast as we possibly could we know that most people pay it off. we got a 15-year mortgage and you always say pay it off in seven we're like we can beat that and so we're like okay let's do three and a half years we're like we can beat that and then it was three years, and went ended up doing it in just under two and a half years. Yeah, and
0: then you look out there, and all that's left's the lawn. Yeah. We, can, we can do this. Yes, we can buy that. Absolutely.
4: <laughs> I'll,
0: Amazing. I'll buy that. I'll buy yep. a park place. <laughs> I like it.
2: Exactly. Okay, so was it hard? What was
4: the two and a half years like for you guys? It was kind of tough. Yeah. It was a lot of, you know, oh, we can't do this. We can't do that. It was a lot of limiting ourselves, mm-hmm. but we just kept our eye on the prize and we knew as soon as we made that last mortgage payment, we can do whatever we wanted and he can have as many coffees as he wanted. Giving up coffees was hard, (laughs) but it's, it's totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Great job.
0: So what do you tell people the key is to getting out of debt?
5: Yeah. So I would say the, the biggest thing is to set a plan a goal um, and do everything to achieve that. I mean, because at the end of the day, if you start veering off from that goal, it it really does extend the time. And what we ended up realizing was as we continued to push towards that, it went from, as Emily said, 15 to five years to even less than that. Mm to three years to yep. know two
4: and a half yeah exactly <laughs> just start if you just have to start you can't put it off you just say this is what we're doing this is our plan we're starting and nothing's going to get in our way
0: you know I, I remember so, the sensation that it, it's weird that w- the closer you get the uh, more you realize this is really going to happen and the more intense you get Mm-hmm. The deeper you sacrifice, it's like you get the, you get weirder, <laughs> yeah. you know, with your sacrifices as you get closer. Because you're like, I want to get this done. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like gamified, you know.
4: Yes. Whenever we were going to make the last payment, I called Tom at work. I'm like, can I just pay it off? Like, can I just make the paint last payment? And I'm like, I just I can't wait until you get home. Even I just I just want to do it. <laughs> and so I just I called the bank. I'm like, whatever it is, pay it off. Do it now. And we paid it off. And I called him up. I said, we we own it it's well, ours
0: just like that <laughs> just like that yep so what's the first big thing you're gonna do now that you're rich
4: um we actually have kind of a celebratory vacation plan for our five-year anniversary so we're gonna do that
0: what is that <laughs> so where are you fun. going cancun. we're gonna go to cancun like <laughs> oh, right. nice. yeah, dave
2: fun. loves mexico yeah, yeah. he really yeah. does we
4: love it so we'll be there next summer so and then we're going to buy some investment properties, hopefully, and just make sure we're set up for life and be able to live and give even after we're not here anymore. We want to make sure that our legacy lives on and we're able to give to other people. Wow.
0: You guys are amazing. Incredible. I'm so proud of you.
4: <laughs> Thank okay, you. Okay.
0: Now that you got weirder and weirder, as we said, as you get towards the goal, uh, people make fun of you. Anybody look at you, give you the side eye?
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, absolutely. There, there
5: have been some that question, you know, hey, why why do you feel the need to do that? And I mean, especially as, as you kind of referenced how young we are, it, it really was that ask of saying, you know, hey, you're going to understand when we have the ability to retire at an early age. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of the next goal, at least that's the totally. way I'm viewing it. Yeah,
4: totally. <laughs> yes. Yes, well, that's the great sure. thing is it
2: just gives you options. When you have that freedom, you have the ability to save and invest and do things faster, earlier, all of it, because you have your income. Yep. You have your income. You we have
0: no
4: do whatever payment. we want.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, you guys. Very cool. Well done. Well done, well
4: done, well done. Who
0: are your biggest cheerleaders?
4: Um, probably I have to give a huge shout out to my sister, Lindsay, and her husband, Wesley. They are huge fans of yours they you know she got me started on it she they were even going to go on your cruise for their honeymoon they're obsessed oh <laughs> <gosh>. the <laughs> so, cruise
0: the, the pandemic cruise that yeah. got canceled yes, yes. she was oh, crushed that, was that, when that, that, cr- that cruise was cursed
4: <laughs> <laughs> but she got me started on it and she was our cheerleader the whole time I mean what I would call her all the time be like we made another payment we're this this much closer and she was she was my first call one of her well after I told him we own yeah. the house <laughs> after that then I called my sister and I was like we did it we're done oh. and so she her and her husband have just been amazing
0: that's wonderful
2: that's
4: a gift too to have family
2: celebrate with you yeah you gotta have
0: people on your team that are going yeah especially family sister like that that's great Mm -hmm. very very cool all right we've got the live and give bundle for you that's the total money makeover book and the baby steps millionaires book because that's the next chapter in your story you're just a minute and a half away from that so (laughs) well done and of course the uh, financial peace university membership and you you keep some of that. You give some of that. Whatever you want to do with it, and it's our gift to you. And saying thank you for being here. Well done. We're very proud of you, Thomas and Emily, Jacksonville, Florida. Two hundred twenty-one thousand paid off in two years, five months, and one week, making one twenty-five to one twenty. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, one. We're, we're debt-free.
5: debt-free! We're free!
0: Yeah, that's how it's done. 30 years old, 36 years old, 8'4, $400,000 house in Jacksonville, Florida. Amazing. Mic drop! This is The Ramsey Show. of the day, James 1, 12. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Celine Dion said, life imposes things on you that you can't control, but you still have the choice of how you're going to live through this. Oh, thanks wow. for a Celine Dion quote. Wow, look at the look at the drama in that quote. <laughs> wow, It's a great <laughs> it's a great quote open phones at 888-825-5225 daniel is with us in san jose california hi daniel what's up hey hey dave how's your day going better than we deserve sir how can we help
1: <laughs> yeah so my wife and i got married earlier this year congratulations I work at a church thank you i work at a church and she has her own hair salon company and we live in california and it is crazy here financially um, we live in a two-bedroom apartment. It costs us $2,000 a month. And my question is, as a two-parter, first is we'd love to start a family, but we don't know when the right time is for that financially to grow a family. And two, we're actually looking to move to Tennessee uh, because of that. So first question, when's the right time for us to start a family? And two, um, should we move to Tennessee if it's, or move to another state if we can't handle it financially.
2: Well, I'll say, number two, there's a lot of California people here in Nashville these days (laughs) that we're we're meeting and that are my neighbors. We have entire
0: California refugee camps in Tennessee.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, no, people do move for the, you know, exactly what you're talking about, though, for the financial reasons to have a better quality of life because you just mathematically get more other places than you can where real estate and everything's more expensive so naturally yeah. you know you're gonna well, financially and, and, it's gonna be
0: and it's not just california dude you're in freaking san jose my god i mean that's like some of the most expensive real estate on the yeah. planet yeah.
2: So, but, yeah, but yeah, you for,
0: you picked out the most expensive place to live other than maybe manhattan
2: in san francisco
0: well this is san jose i mean it's yeah so how close is san jose? silicon valley so there you go oh okay yeah all right. So, wow. Part of San Francisco, is yeah. what I was thinking.
2: Um, but number one, yeah, I mean, honestly, we don't tell people that you have to be debt-free or fill in the blank to get married, to have kids. I mean, you still are going to live your life. Uh, obviously, things are a little bit, you breathe easier if you have money saved. I mean, these simple things. But we don't have a hard and fast rule of, are you financially ready to... Have a kid or not? I mean, if you, if that's what you guys want to do and start a family, then yeah, I I would I would start one. But um, but just knowing that um, you know the more financially secure you guys are, meaning you don't have debts, uh, you have money saved in the bank, all of that, it's just going to make that transition less stressful if money isn't a huge play in it.
0: Yeah, there's only one yeah. choice that you've got that's a better that's better than the choice you made to marry her, and that's babies. Babies are awesome. Get, get <laughs> babies. They're awesome. Okay. It's that simple. All right. And now the question is then, you know, how do you do that in a way that doesn't just completely freak you guys out? Well, you've got to do a little bit of thinking about the money. Yeah. But there's not a thing that says, you know, you have to have this and this and this before you can afford to have children. Well, that's crap. They're, start with, yep. they're not that expensive. They do cost. I mean, but it's it's not. People act like it's, it's $200,000 or something. It's, you yeah. It's some diapers and well, some formula and, and you have to pay the pediatrician's Porsche payment. That's yeah, it. I mean... But
2: then when you... Did you say the pediatrician's Porsche payment? But but if, you know, Daniel, if your wife works, though, you know, you think about childcare. I mean, there's some... I mean, you got to think through your life so that yeah. naturally is going to be more
0: expenses. But if you're going to move to another state and you're going to have a kid, um, you know, in the next 12 months, then you need to decide which one to do first. I wouldn't try to do both at the same time. They're both going to cost you... You know uh, what? Two to five thousand dollars to make a move. Two to five thousand dollars to depending on. I mean, if you do a cheap move and you throw some stuff in a U-Haul, if is there still any U-Hauls left in California? But if there's any left, you <laughs> could get on that and take it out of there and or get you a pods right and um pods people our our pods our sponsor will help you and you know get moved anyway and but it's not super duper killer expensive and neither is a child if you've got health insurance and so yeah. um you know but I wouldn't want to do both in the same number one you don't want to move with a pregnant lady that's a bad idea okay so <laughs> l- let's uh you know l- let's think about that and then on number two let's think well it's not it's not fair to her I mean you got enough to do you know so we
2: moved three weeks after yeah. I had a baby and I was able to yeah, sit on the not couch hold f- a baby and just tell everyone what to do you so that was actually tell everyone plan. where to go that's <laughs> exactly didn't.
0: what happened yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah
2: I just had a baby three weeks ago no, those are just big life changes, Daniel. They're just big life changes that naturally are going to cause stress. It's na- I mean, you're just naturally yeah. going to be a little bit more on edge. When given a choice, I wouldn't
0: do them all at once.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. so, I mean, I i would do one and then the other. And How I, long
2: have you guys been married, Daniel?
0: I just got married the first year.
1: Yeah, about uh, nine months. Okay.
0: And uh, it's been the best nine months ever
2: oh daniel you you're so he's sweet he's a good
0: guy Have so a, nice you know, you're gonna be great <laughs> levi's with us in tulsa oklahoma hi levi what's up hey how you doing
6: appreciate your time
0: sure how can we help
6: yeah my biggest question is basically how long is too long for staying house poor
2: okay hmm. give, give us some more some more details levi okay with, so,
6: what's your situation um, I make about sixty thousand a year as a mail carrier, and my wife just recently—we had a baby about uh, ten months ago. Aww,
2: congratulations! And
6: um, we have been able to put him in uh, childcare with my family, so we haven't had to spend any money on that for now. But we, my wife, has decided she wants to stay home and spend more time with the baby, and so that's cut her sixty thousand dollars salary completely out of our equation. And we have a $1,200, 1300 a month payment for our house. So with just my salary, that pushes us out of the comfortable range.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, and um, what I don't want to do is sign up for indefinite. So indefinite sounds no, like definitely. she's going to stay at home and you're going to be a mail carrier making 60 k You're stuck. This is not sustainable because you don't have an exit plan from house poor. Um if you've got a plan. No, you got a plan and you are hold your breath, meaning you're gonna do something go double your income in the next two years or three years, and then we can hold our breath mm-hmm. and get through that, right? Right. But ten years from and now you don't wanna like be signed up job. for this exact same trip. No. No.
6: Uh biggest problem is is I really like my job. It's gonna increase, but you know
0: not federal much. government it's not gonna increase on what I need. Not much soon. No, I mean, your, your income um, went from and 120 to, to 60. Husband, yeah, your income went from 120 to 60. We have to have a path to get it back to 100, or we've got to have a different house.
6: Yeah. And, you know, even in Tulsa, Oklahoma, houses are, we would be either renting in a dumpy part of town or buying in a dangerous part of town and not really wanting to do either one of those. You know, it's, uh, I hate to be the kind of guy that's like, hey, we really need you to go work somewhere um you know well, I don't want to take look it's a choice
0: if she wants to be home it's not gonna be in that house or you're gonna change careers okay the math just isn't there yeah okay and no, so I, I, I don't care which, no. I don't care personally which one you do um, but one of you is going to make some different choices about your career you or her yeah or we're not gonna live in this house that that, that's the thing and so the it's not how you know know, and then if you tell me hey i'm gonna do this thing i'm gonna ramp up and go i'm gonna go to code school and i'm gonna go make hundred fifty thousand dollars a year doing uh ruby on rails coding uh, okay and that's gonna take me two years okay we can hold our breath three years i can do that all right Mm -hmm. but Um, then levi
2: and this is a values conversation for you guys for you and your wife to talk through because in order for her to stay home, which is great, be very delicate. P.S. When you're talking to her, she has a baby less than a year, and she wants to be with the baby. Okay, so be very delicate when you're communicating with her. But to be, but like, like if that is worth it to y'all, then living in a small, smaller house is worth it. It's a value system of your family, yeah. but it's gonna have to sacrifice, and you guys can do that.
0: It might be further out of town. Yeah, the way that works. That's right. Know? That's right. Yeah, something like that. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember. There's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus.
2: Hey, it's Rachel Cruz, co-host on The Ramsey Show. If you want to do your debt-free scream live on the show, visit RamseySolutions.com slash DebtFreeScream. We'd love for you to come to Nashville and tell Dave your story. That's RamseySolutions.com free DebtFreeScream.
5: Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This
6: episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.